Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. It's been awesome hearing feedback from some of the listeners after last week's show. Bev called to say sweeping her floors will never be the same. Sharon from Leamington messaged me on Facebook with lots of emojis to say, Loved your message today on Joy Radio, Sherry. I'll never look at dust the same. It even made dusting today more enjoyable. I love how God speaks to us through everyday things. Looking forward to what you have to share next week. Well, Sharon, I can't wait to share more in the Dust Duel and believe that episode 63, Shake Off the Dust, is going to provide you with some practical tools to help you rid yourself of the residue the rejection leaves behind. Breakthrough is on its way. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 63. So let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion so you can get refreshed. If you missed last week's episode, Sweep It Away, I encourage you to go back and give it a listen when you have the time. To get you up to speed or just as a refresher, let me quickly remind you that I shared how God inspired this dust duo of episodes during my Visibly Fit workout regimen. While laying on my exercise mat, doing my cool down stretches, I began to look around at my floors and was shocked at all the dust. Right after working out, I went to read my Bible and turned to that day's reading, which was Luke 9. When I got to verse 5, I quickly began to see a theme emerging. When I read the verse in Luke 9, 5 that mentions dust, and the note in my Passion Translation Bible, lights started going on and my eyes were opened to something I'd never noticed before. And clearly, I never understood it. As I began researching all the different times dust is mentioned in the Bible, a foundation was laid in Genesis as we looked at how Scripture taught that dust is the beginning and ending matter of humans, the very thing God created mankind from. But that was only the foundation of what God wanted to reveal to me about this common kitchen aggravation. In Luke 9, Jesus was giving the disciples directions before he sent them out on a ministry tour. It was Jesus' last instruction to the disciples in Luke 9, 5 that started to hit me when he said, And whenever your ministry is rejected, you are to leave that town and shake the dust off your shoes as a testimony before them. Shake the dust off. It seems that we are created from the dust and along the way we pick up more dust and debris of our life experiences or the residue left over from the dust storm that others kicked up. Jesus knew his disciples needed to get rid of the residue from their rejection so they didn't get stuck in the wounded emotions that being rejected would have stirred up in their hearts. In part three of a sermon by Matt Tapley called Determined to be Blessed, he shared a few powerful things on this passage that I wrote down and still have in my Bible. Wisely, Matt pointed out how you need to shake off the dust of disappointment and things not working out like you hoped they would have been, just like the disciples would have needed to do. He went on to say, you don't want to carry the contamination of that lack of breakthrough. 
Don't keep holding on to the residue of rejection or it will contaminate your future. You've got to shake it off. I find it comforting to know that Jesus never asks us to do something that he wouldn't do himself. Jesus knows all too well what rejection feels like. Over and over, we read in the Bible how people vacillated from following Jesus like a massive crowd of rock star groupies to rejecting him when their thoughts were poisoned by the propaganda of the religious leaders. This was all prophesied about Jesus by Isaiah way back in the Old Testament, long before he was born. Isaiah 53.3 says he was despised and rejected a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we didn't care. In Luke 9 verse 22, Jesus tells how he was going to experience great suffering and face complete rejection. At his trial, crucifixion, and burial, Isaiah's words came true as people rejected Jesus, even shouting for his execution. Religious leaders planned out his murder. His friend Judas betrayed him and all the other disciples, but John completely deserted him during the most difficult days of his life. Jesus understands the sting of rejection. And because of this, you can trust that he knows what he's talking about when he says you need to shake off the dust. Jesus knows that if you will get it off of you and keep on going, you'll break through to a new level of freedom. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself, my freedom. I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around and then also to hear from those who are listening because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Jesus didn't let his sense of self-worth arise from the love of the crowds or the rejection of them either. It's sad for me to think that not everyone accepted Jesus when he was alive. He's such an important part of my life that it's hard for me to understand why anyone would reject him. If you knew Jesus, like how I know Jesus, you couldn't help but love him. There are almost 2.4 billion Christians on the earth today. But even though we live on a planet with a slowing growth rate since 1970, our world population still increased from 7.7 billion people in 2019 to 7.8 billion people in 2020. So there are still many more who reject Jesus in our day. No matter how many receive or reject him, Jesus doesn't allow his popularity ratings to determine his value. Jesus was sure of his position in this world because of his relationship with the Father. 1 Peter 2 verses 4 to 5 say, So keep coming to him, to Jesus, who is the living stone, though he was rejected, and discarded by men, but chosen by God and is priceless in God's sight. Come and be his living stones. 
Sometimes you may be rejected and discarded by some of the 7.8 billion people on this earth, but never forget that you are chosen by God. You're adopted into his family. God loves you so much that he was willing to sacrifice everything to reveal his love to you. As his living stones, you are just as precious to God, just as priceless to him as Jesus. There's only time for one more powerful portion of scripture that talks about dust. It's a word God gave to Isaiah to share with the people of Israel when they had been taken into captivity. Their homes, country, and lives were left in ruins, literally a heap of dust. Because of their choices and alliances with the wrong people, oppressing nations then took them out of their homeland. They were forced to live far away, but God promised them that it wouldn't always be like this. No matter how far they had walked away from God and how far their captors had taken them, God was by their side. When God was teaching the people of Jerusalem how to act when they got back into their homeland, away from their oppressors, he said in Isaiah chapter 52, verses 1 to 2, Awake, awake, Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Shake off your dust. Rise up, sit enthroned, Jerusalem, free yourself from the chains on your neck, daughter Zion, now a captive. Shaking the dust off would have been a big job for the Israelites that would have taken more than a pat on the pants because it was going to be the very steps that would lead them into the freeing themselves from the bondage that they were in. The Israelites had to get serious about getting free, and we all need to get serious about getting free too. You need to do whatever it takes to dust off the residue that rejection leaves behind. Luke 9 verse 5 and Isaiah 52 verses 1 to 2 are God's wake-up call for you today to begin to shake off the dust from the residue that rejection and bondage leave behind. He's calling you to a new level of freedom in your life. He wants you to take the chains of bondage off your neck. It's time to shake off your dust. Right now, you might be thinking of someone who really needs to hear this message. But I want you to note that God doesn't ask you to wipe off someone else's dust. We can be great at dusting off others. I'm guilty of it too many times. But God is calling you to wipe off your own dust, to take the chains off your neck. You need to understand that the biggest part of dusting yourself off is done more mentally than physically, girls. Not staying in the debris of desolation will require you to change your thought life. Philippians 4 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts, your minds in Christ Jesus. Who wants to experience that peace that passes all understanding? Any of you want Jesus to guard your heart and your minds? Well, I sure do. But Jesus doesn't just leave the instructions for us to trust him here. He brings us into the equation of acquiring peace and freedom. Verse 8 continues to instruct us with these important words. Whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. 
Isaiah 26.3 in the NIV says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. God was the initiator of mindfulness. He just wants you to keep him in mind. If you want that peace that passes all understanding, no matter your circumstances, you have to dust yourself off. And the way to do that is to change your mind. Keep your mind on God, trusting him as your source for everything and keep your mind on good things. Overall, you can have this perfect peace that the Bible mentions if you control your thought life. God was telling the Israelites that it was time to dust themselves off and be who he destined them to be. And I truly believe that God has you listening to this episode because it's time you learned how to dust yourself off, rise up, and be who he called you to be. In the dark and all alone. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. So if Isaiah and Jesus are saying it's time for you to shake off the dust that rejection is left behind, then how do you do it? Well, I really do think that I've learned a few things in my travels down the dusty road. So... For the last segment of this show, I'm going to share with you how you can dust yourself off. In order to shake off the dust in your life, you have to change your mindsets. First, you need to change your mindset about God. You have to stop believing the lie that God is going to reject you like others do. I went deeper into this point on episode 62, and I really hope that you'll check out that show to develop confidence in God's love and his commitment to never walk away from you. Next, you'll need to change your mindset about yourself. Once you've altered your mindset about God and trust him, the work of transforming your mind and all about yourself is so much easier. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not easy but it is easier. Here are six tips to dust off your self mindset from the residue of rejection. First, recognize you're not a baby. Rejection hurts really bad. Therapist Jor L. Caraballo says, memories are complex processes that occur in the brain. Highly emotional experiences like rejection get stored in the brain and remain there thanks to the amygdala, a part of the brain that attaches meaning to experience. If you're someone who has struggled with rejection and that gets reinforced in various scenarios so that it gains meaning and importance, even in small ways, that rejection turns into our pervading emotional story. A University of Michigan study using MRI scans found that rejection actually activates the same parts of your brain as physical pain does. 
In an article on rejection by Samantha Vincenti, she said something really powerful that struck me. She said, you know that rejection is pain according to science. So if a recent rebuff feels like a wound, that's probably because your brain thinks it is one. You're not a baby. Rejection hurts really bad. Secondly, feel the rejection. Stuffing your emotions will only save them for later. Eventually, they always rise to the surface and usually at the most inappropriate, awkward moments. Thirdly, you have to process your emotions. Invite God in to help you process the rejection because science has proven that unprocessed emotions leach on to future offenses to the heart. And baby, you know, there'll be more. So you don't want to overreact to those future events because you didn't do the work to heal from what has already happened to you. Fourthly, you've got to analyze it. In one of my John Maxwell training sessions, he said, wisdom doesn't come from experience, but experience evaluated. If you can't shake it off, if the sting of past rejection still shows telltale signs in your life, hire a counselor or someone to help you to analyze it so that you can get free. Fifth, refuse to let rejection determine your self-worth. Know who you are in Christ. If you have a copy of my book, Water in the Desert, make sure to do or to go back over the scriptures listed in the study guide pages of Devotion 31. Who are you listening to for your self-worth? Or email me about taking my Traveling Through the Desert with you online course. Sixth and last, you literally need to shake. Since dust settles only on things that don't move, You've got to move. Go out and do something. Take a walk, see a movie, ride a bike, exercise, or one of my favorite ways to shake off the dust and the residue of rejection is to dance. And the perfect dancing song, in my mind, to shake off the dust is Shackles by Mary Mary. Those two girls will get you dancing and the dust will fly off as you move on in freedom. If you haven't listened to this song, I think you might be able to identify with their words as they say, in the corners of my mind, I just can't seem to find a reason to believe that I can break free. Because you see, I have been down for so long, feel like the hope is gone. But as I lift my hands, I understand that I should praise you through my circumstance. Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Friend, it's time to take the shackles off your feet or the ones around your neck. Break the bondage and get free from the residue of rejection as you shake off the dust. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Episode 63, Shake Off the Dust. I really do hope that you'll never let dust accumulate on your heart like the blanket of snow on your knickknacks at home. I hope you feel equipped to shake off the dust and break free from the residue of rejection. Make sure to check out the show notes for a great graphic you can download to help you remember the six tips for dusting yourself off after rejection. 
at soulho.com slash 63. Well, I'll meet you right back here next week. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.